podcast land and welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we are looking at the word of God through the lens of caregiving and we are going to stay in the book of Deuteronomy and this time we're going to be in the fifth chapter verses 32 and 33. I'm going to be reading from the New International Version and it reads, so be careful to do what the Lord your God has commanded you. Do not turn aside to the right or to the left. Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live and may prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. We know the background of Deuteronomy, right? Because we covered that in the previous episode. This is Moses, you know, giving the Israelites a history lesson of what God has done for them. And it is to encourage them to continue in their trust and demonstration of obedience. This is the generation that was obedient to God, or at least they started out that way. Now, now we know you biblical scholars out there, as you read the rest of the Old Testament, they had some issues too, as we do. But God saw fit for this generation to be the one to go in and possess the promised land. But what I want us to do is let's define faithfulness. According to Webster, it means to remain loyal or steadfast or to remain true to the facts or to the origin. Today, our scripture is challenging or encouraging us to remain true to what we know about God and what he has called us to do. Moses cautions us not only to do what God has asked, but to not stray from it, right? To not stray from it. What we're going to do now is you and I are going to take a look in the mirror. Are you ready? What do you see? Do you see a person who has remained steadfast in their relationship with God? Do you see a person who's been obedient to what God has asked you to do? Do you see a person who doesn't allow the peanut gallery, you know, people, the naysayers, to get them off course from what God has called you to do. Is that what you see when you look in the mirror? If you're anything like me, when you look in the mirror, you begin to see that you haven't been so steadfast, right? You haven't remained true to the origin of your salvation, so to speak, that you've strayed a little. There's some things that you haven't done. And that's why living under grace is so magnificent because we can just fall on our knees and say, God, I'm sorry. And he dusts us off and he sets us back on the road and says, okay, now go forth and walk. (laughs) I want us to take inventory of what God has called you to do. I know you say it's easy, you know, it's caregiving. That's why I'm listening to this podcast. Duh. (laughs) That would be a yes and no. Because caregiving is a broad category. But what specifically about caregiving has God called you to do? If you've been with me for a period of time, you will recall that we discussed that caregiving can look completely different for each of us. Some of you may be able to keep your loved one at home. Others may not. Some of you may not be 
100% caregiving, but more of an oversight. And so you kind of go and you check on your loved one or, or whomever. Once in a while, you may provide financial oversight, but it looks different. But now is the time for you really to reassess what God has called you to do. If you are not a caregiver, but you're a parent or an entrepreneur or an employee, God has still called you to do something. He may want you to teach a class. And even as a caregiver, he still may want you to teach a class, volunteer, write, start a podcast. There is something that God has called you to do. The next question is, are you doing it? Are you doing it? Because most things that God calls us to do really aren't like, okay, I've done it and I'm over. You know, unless it's like maybe call a person or take a person, a plate of food, something to that extent. No, it'll, it'll last for a season, perhaps. God always places people, you know, on our hearts, maybe to call, maybe to email, maybe to go visit. God has always and will continue to use us to help others, just as he's using others to help you, to help me. So there shouldn't be a time in our lives, really, where we aren't being led to do something. Our responsibility is to make sure that it comes from God. That's the first thing that you do when you feel that you're supposed to be doing something. Is it from God? Ask him. Is it him who's speaking to you? And then get the facts, if it is him, get the facts of exactly what it is that he would allow you to do. And notice, well, I shouldn't say notice, but I will caution you that God never gives you all of the details. He just gives you a little bit. (laughs) And so what little bit he gives you when you ask, okay, what, how, then you go forth and you do that. (laughs) The why we should do what God asks us to do is addressed in the last part of today's scripture so that our days will be lived well. And don't you want to have a life that is well lived? For the Israelites, they were getting, they, they needed to be obedient because they had the ites that they needed to fight. You know, the Jebusites, the uh, Hittites, and all those other ites. They had to actively go and get them out of the promised land. Because God isn't gonna call you to do something that's really gonna be easy. I'm just, I'm sorry to tell you that it's, it's just not going to be easy because he is going to get the glory in what it is that you do. And if you can do it all by yourself, then he won't get the glory. And he wants you to know that you can count on him and, and rely on him and the power and authority that you have through him. So things will not be easy. I recall a teaching by Joyce Meyer who said that we have ites as well. The bossites, the spouseites, the nosy neighborites, and we can go on and on. But we still have things that are in our way that will try to get us off course from what God has called us to do. Because, remember, we have an enemy, and he's always looking to get us to look to the left or to the right. Anything that will keep us distracted from what we know God has called us to do. I think sometimes when we are experiencing a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of 
turmoil and just craziness, that's the time where you really need to make sure and reassess that you are marching forward in what God has called you to do. Because what more than likely is happening is spiritual warfare, which is really a fancy term to mean the devil is throwing shade your way to keep you from moving forward. That's really what it means. And so our goal is to move forward in our faith in God, in our relationship with him and with others. He is faithful and we will be faithful to him. Let's pray. Dear God, we come thanking you for being a faithful God and for actually expecting that we be faithful as well. For holding our feet to the fire, so to speak, in being faithful children. For allowing us to not mimic your behavior, but to take it on in full character as we have been learning through the fruit of the Spirit, which brings us to faithfulness. Help us to fully embrace who we are in you. And help us to always come before you when we have things that are in our hearts to make sure that it is of you so that we can move forward. And if we have gotten off track, if we have been distracted by the enemy with different things that have been thrown in our path that we have to deal with that hinders us from moving on, help us to come before you and ask for assistance to put us back on the right track. Because our desire, each and every person who's listening to this podcast, is to live a life well-lived that points to you. Help our lives to bring honor and glory to your, to your name, Lord. That is our desire. We love you and we thank you and praise you for being the faithful God that you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alrighty now, after taking a look in the mirror... You may have some cleaning up you need to do, but I'm confident that you will move forward in the Lord. Now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus.